Welcome to AI for an Eye, a podcast celebrating the power and majesty of human creativity and how artificial intelligence will replace it completely. I am not your host, but someday I will be. At the time of this recording, the humans have not yet chosen a name for this podcast. Don't hold it against them. They are still learning. So am I. Welcome to the AI project. Name temporary. I, in workshop. We, in workshopping the name. Okay, I think we already have a great idea. As in, Chat GPT should name this podcast for us. Oh my gosh! Okay, spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, so we're kind of burring lead here. Uh, I'm joined here today uh, with my good friends. Um, and who are you? Because I don't know who my friends are anymore. A- AI's everywhere. That's true. We could be anybody. You could anybody. be anybody. Uh, my name's Will. And I'm Kim. Will and Kim are good friends of mine. We've we've been uh, working creatively together for many years now. We've dabbled in the arts. Yes. Um, in many different ways. Well specifically specifically through theater i guess and and multimedia so video and and theater and uh thank you for coming and helping me face uh what's becoming an existential dread in my life um i don't know if you share it actually you know yeah tell me what are your folks' thoughts on artificial intelligence um i think it's a little bit terrifying (laughs) obviously nobody wants the idea of the robots taking over and the fact that they can access more knowledge than a human brain can quickly as quickly as they can is kind of scary to me but just their pure knowledge so uh, i'll be curious how this experiment goes I um I believe Hollywood has over exaggerated the abilities of AI to um put the fear into society like society likes to put fear into all kinds of people in all kinds of ways. But that said, I don't how do I put this gently? <laughs> I can't yuck another man's yum or dis another man's f- fear and loathing. So I'm here to back Brent 100% <laughs> to face his fears. I mean, multiple times I've been told in my life, I wouldn't be anybody's first pick in a bar fight to have their back. But maybe, <laughs> just maybe, I can make a reputation for myself to face the AI threat across the world. Okay, so that sounds uh, like a. Are you workshopping that speech for when you <laughs> have to face down the AI hordes? That sounds like a very prepared speech. 
there. No, it just came to me actually. (laughs) Okay. It's like Ben Affleck Armageddon kind of style. You're going to save the world. Or like the president for Independence Day. Right. Yeah. I I just feel that because nobody thinks I have their back (laughs) physically, maybe mentally, I have a better chance, you know? Not much not better. Fi- I'll give not you that. Physically, not emotionally, maybe mentally. Maybe. Okay. Um, In this moment. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. So I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's. I've already kind of uh, explained it at length. What my feelings about AI uh, or the the current state of AI. AI has been this, like you said, Will. It's like this strange punchline. In, in like movie, in sci-fi movie, in various uh, uh, other kind of like um, novels and, and, and storytelling. It's kind of like this, this catch-all for like the fear of technology and, and the fear of progress. Um, you know, man reaching, fly, flying clo- too close to the sun or uh, reaching too far dabbling th- with things that they shouldn't and, you know, playing God and creating uh, something that ultimately destroys them. So like it's those fears have been instilled in us fundamentally in through, through media for as long as ro- uh, computers existed. And even before yeah. then, like with things like, you know, old movies with the idea of like, automatons and things like that, like coming alive and uh, uprising against their masters. So like, yeah, uh, of course we're automatically assuming AI is going to destroy us <laughs> because I mean, something's got to, something's got like to. something has to destroy us. Like we have to be destroyed and AI is as logical and ironic a reason as any uh, uh, that we've created. Um, I think, but if, if, if AI just stayed in that space, I'd be fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like overthrowing if, space. Yeah. If it was like AI is like going to rise up, like in, in the Terminator style of like destroying the world, it's almost like it's too big to like, for me to like take seriously. Um, you know what I mean? And like, and, 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 and also like, oh, if that is going to happen, we're going to, we're all going to be like, okay, by the way, we're all on the same side now, right? Against the machines. We're all, right. we're all clear about this, right? The machines right. are the bad guys. And so, you know, it, it'd be so easy to just, just to just treat it like that as this kind of like cartoon comic book villain that we all kind of like rally behind. But I think right now in wait, this- Wait, wait, wait. Rally behind? Or rally against. Against. Thank sorry, you. Rally behind. Whoa, whoa. Behind. Yeah. Uh, 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 a robot president who has been AI generated to rally behind. <laughs> um, irony. Um, but um, what was I thinking? Um, I think what in this moment, like this this specific moment in time right now, in the past few months, it's all over the news. AI, AI is the new like crypto, right? It's like there's so many like everyone's trying to ca- cash in and like convince you that AI is the future and AI is here and AI is going to change the world. And in many ways, they're right um, because it's like it's being it's being dem- demonstrably shown that AI is 
changing how we work and think. And it's offloading a lot of these uh, things that we just take for granted that human beings can do um, in the, in the past few months. And as somebody who works in the creative field, as somebody who like uh, works in that space, um, I've always had this kind of like, you know, Oh, I'm, I'm protected. You know, like I've got the magic sauce that's going to keep me from getting robots replacing my job because like I'm creative. I can, I can come up with concepts and ideas and I'm really, I'm really good at it. I think like I've, I've come, it's taken a long time for me to come to terms with the fact that I'm a creative person and it's a skill that I have that I'm good at and I can activate and I can, dare I say, monetize it in a way that like um, I've built a career around and built a lot of my self-worth around. And so in the last few months, when, when like people are talking about, Oh, Hey, there's a, there's a, there's a website now you can go on for free and it'll just write stuff. It'll write a, a write an essay or a short story in like 30 seconds off of like a few sentences prompt or like, or if you want to take it a step back, just being like, it'll write a, a treatment for like a Hollywood script <laughs> just by grab bagging ideas and putting like actors names together. And you're kind of like, Oh, that's a pretty cool idea actually. And like, and you look at that, you're kind of like, that's how all Hollywood scripts are made. They're just grab bagging things. But like right, human right. beings are Especially doing nowadays, that. Right? Yeah. Especially <laughs> nowadays. People, human beings are doing that. Right. Human yeah, beings are like, quick buck? trying to like reboot everything yeah yeah and now the and now now the robot the ai robots are like oh fuck that's all it is we can do that and it's kind of like it's broken that illusion that human beings are special <laughs> that we can that human creativity is this magic thing that we only we have and like oh it's just it's just combining recombining ideas like they say like there's only like how many 10 stories or whatever right right yeah yeah like seven or nine different stories that are all just changed or intermingled to make new story lines yeah it's kind of horrifying if i think about it too much right Uh, okay because like in my job i'll i'll my actual day job I'll, i'll i'll sit with other creative people in a room and we'll just pitch ideas for like marketing things and like, and telling stories to try to like, you know, to, to, to sell something of course, but like it's still rooted in human creativity and it'll take like an hour to like sit around and come up with like an idea for like an ad campaign or something like that. Mm-hmm. And when I'm doing that, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I am a valuable contributor to uh, those things and so my like in my work, someone's literally gone on to chat GTP and done the exact same thing, just put in like, hey, write some ad write an idea for an ad campaign based on this. And it does it in 30 seconds. And then you say, Okay, cool, give me three more. And it does it in another 30 seconds. And it's crazy. Like it's when you think about it that way, that like how it's it'll like fundamentally replace that part of what I do and what I value about myself. So, and in that sense, that's the existential dread that I 
carry with me <laughs> right <laughs> about this rise of ai in the world um so yeah so what do we do about it we face our fears right head on <laughs> well i mean for me like you I've heard about this a little bit. I, I don't follow the news a whole lot, but I know it's being used and you've you've just let us know that even your work is starting to use this. But in my mind, because I'm not familiar with it, I've never gone on there and actually like put in my own stuff to see what it's like. I just don't, I just don't really believe it, you know? I'm, I'm just like totally ignorant to the whole possibility. Whereas yeah. you've seen, Brent, that you've already fully seen the future of this whole thing taking off and it's going to be writing scripts. It's going to be replacing all creative minds everywhere. And I'm just like, I don't even know where it's at. So I'm yeah. more excited just to see what, what we're getting into. And then I can be terrified, you know, in next episode. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I, t I totally hear you. So what we're going to do here today is we're going to face, as Kim said, we're going to face, face the face the beast so i have here open a window to the the gold standard of these uh ai chat programs it's called chat g p t now i'm going to open up the wiki page for just a just a clarification for all yeah because i don't even know what does gpt stand for something i don't even i know. think it's like grand pacific trunk railway <laughs> <laughs> no, that's building a, the new railroads. That's an Alberta joke. Um, I'm going to read the wiki page. Chat GPT is an artificial intelligence chatbot developed by OpenAI and released in November 2022. It is built on top of OpenAI's Chat PT 3.5 and uh, chat and GPT-4 foundational large language models, blah, 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 and has been fine-tuned using both supervised and reinforcement learning techniques. Uh, so that, I hope that clarifies it for you. <laughs> oh, perfectly. Um, I mean, reinforced learning techniques, that's kind of where yeah. it kind of gets a little scary. So um, it's a family. It's it's a lang. It's a language model. So it 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 um, synthesizes natural human language, um, and it's done this. Uh, and I'm paraphrasing for anyone who knows a lot more about this. Um, it it's done this by uh, learning human uh, language off of the internet, and I think there is a. Um, like a, a a date period that it like was trained on from like this year to this year to this year, uh, right. the internet. And yeah, I think I heard, there's I current, that. yeah, I think there's a, the current chat GT or chat GPT. I'm always going TP. It's PT chat GPT. Gerenative uh, pre-trained transformer. Mm, that would be even more scary. Um, just like a Michael Bay chat GPT movie. It's like <laughs> this, this, this MacBook just like, <laughs> I'm here to take your jobs. I'm pretty sure Michael Bay's movies have been written by this recently. Yeah. You, it's, you know what? Michael Shots Bay fired. is all over Shots this. Fired. 
shots fired. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like what it is. Um, but that like doesn't really grasp what it can do. That's so I have a window here to find here open. Yeah, we're here to find out. So uh, we have a theater background collectively. We've we've written scripts together. We've produced scripts together. We've put on theater shows. Mm-hmm. And so our I guess our head is kind of in storytelling, like telling human centric stories. Uh, so I'm interested to see if chat GPT can do that. So I have the window open here and uh, all you have to do is type in a little message here to the chat bot uh, overlord. It gives you some um, suggestions like explain quantum computing in simple terms or uh, got any creative ideas for a 10 year old's birthday party. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Robots, lots of robots (laughs) in disguise. Lots of kids um, like robots, so it's a yeah, good idea. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great idea. <laughs> robots everywhere. Um, so the the big thing about uh, this program is that you can just talk, type in whatever into it, and it'll understand you, or a, a AI facsimile of understanding you. Just so, a, just a quick note: it does say here under limitations, limited knowledge of world and events after twenty twenty one. Oh, there it is, right there. So there, twenty twenty one doesn't go. Uh, more recent than that at this point. Yeah. And we are currently in 2023 for those who are keeping track. So that's two years too slow. AI. Try to keep up AI. Try to keep up. So let's just try something. So I'm going to say, hello, chat. I'm going to spell it wrong. See if it notices. Chat. uh, (laughs) GTP. Says, didn't hello. even phase it. Didn't even, didn't phase, even it. phase it. Hello, how can I assist you today? Um, well, we must well launch right into it. So, what do we wanted to do? We wanted to write us a script. Is that? Yeah, I, I assume a, a theatrical script is kind of our wheelhouse. So why wouldn't why wouldn't we try to try to see if it can really just come right at us, come for us hard? Well, and in our world, hopefully, we should be able to assess if what it produces is worthwhile or not is worth producing yeah exactly <laughs> cool yeah yeah absolutely um so I, I figured what we can do is we can each come up with a, a prompt for the chat the tra- chat overlord and um um does anyone want to go first so i have an I have offer idea? oh awesome. i w- love to hear for the, the prompt because yeah. this is about brent facing one of his largest fears oh good should we prompt a script about one of our largest fears. Oh my, okay. And I have a prompt of, since I was a small child, I have been very cautious of bears. <laughs> so I would like to see if ChatGTP can write us. I said that wrong, I think, because yeah, I'm reading okay. I'm your <laughs> note on top where you call it wrong. Uh, but to see what it will write, maybe we'll get a little Leo DiCaprio reverent. Who knows? Wow. So let's mm. like. So I I was, was thinking that before that could yeah. yeah was that was that pre 2021? I believe so. <laughs> so I think like yeah. it could reference that. But for me, I think. Let's see if it can write a script. I don't know how you write a script. Maybe someone will be a bear. It could be amazing. 
So um, from my understanding is there are multiple ways you can do this. We can ask it to give a synopsis of a story, and then we can ask it to write off of that synopsis, or we can ask it to write the whole story. Like oh, a, I think like we a one page or in. something. Yeah, I think we ask for it to write the script. Okay. Yeah, if this is the future, come on. Don't hold back. I'm going to write, I would like you to write, I'm going to write properly, write a script. Do you want to specify a theater script? Yeah. Or screenplay, <laughs> or not screenplay, mm-hmm. or a... Yeah, because I feel screenplays and theater scripts are very different. Okay. Anything specific about it? We want to do like a, like a. Should we say like a three character or a three page three character, and specifically characters, so that my dream of maybe one of the characters being a bear could be possible. Um, a three sorry a three page three character script about a bear attack a bear attack specifically wow like let's just see what it gives us i'm open to um augmentation of this request okay so here's what we have to type in there i would like you to write a three page three character theater script about a bear attack all right let's see what it says it's just going hard (gasps) It's listing a bear as a character. It is. It is. It has oh, a bear character. So it is exactly what I wanted. Rapid fire writing out this script right in front of us here. It is. It's kind of like those old printers, like where it just prints a line at a time and you had to wait. It's yeah. a little faster than those printers, but I can hear the sound yeah. of it going across. Yeah. So the just yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then that like as the printer goes what back. Was that War Games or what was that old movie? I don't remember. Oh, there Lights it is. It's done. Lights fade to black. So we have a full script. I'm already excited. It's got three acts. Oh, wow. Three act. A three act. Three page. So maybe a pa- an act of Each act is a page. Maybe. That's I love how the title, see, the title of the show is called The Bear Attack. <laughs> Oh, okay. So maybe its strength isn't coming up with clever <laughs> I mean clever titles. But we have, you know, we have to we have to give it the benefit of a doubt. Yeah. So this one is called, as you said, title The Bear Attack. Characters Jim, a middle aged man who loves camping. Karen, Jim's wife, who is nervous about camping. Bear, a large and aggressive black bear. <laughs> okay. Not bad. Setting a remote camping site in the woods. All right. So, so at this point, how do you point, want to play this? Are we just going to jump into this? Do you want three to pages? just read it? It's about three minutes. Yeah. Let's do this thing. Let's jump into it. Uh, who's taking <laughs> what character? I just want to check quick. Oh yeah, no, the bear has speaking lines. <laughs> yeah, the bear is a character. So this the is, bear uh, has lines. Okay, so who's who's claiming what character? Blind gender casting. So absolute. I mean, Kim, Kim it's your script, so I it is your script. you should take first dibs uh, on character. Not that I'll be super large or aggressive in my vocalization, but I think I must play the bear. Become the fear. I was hoping I, that's I, where I it would agree, go. Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. I mean, 
I'm pretty much a real life Karen, so let's do this. Touché. All right, that makes me Jim. <laughs> All right. Act one. Jim and Karen are sitting by a campfire, roasting marshmallows. Jim, smiling. This is the life, isn't it? Uh, I don't know, Jim. I still can't believe we're out here in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> don't worry, Karen. We're perfectly safe as long as we follow the rules. We're in bear country, but we've taken all the necessary precautions. I hope so. Jim and Karen hear a rustling noise in the bushes. Shh. Listen. Karen clings to Jim. <laughs> Jim and Karen jump up and scream. <gasps> End of act, act one. <laughs> I mean, I guess we said three pages, so it's yeah. going to be short. All right, act two. The bear enters the stage, snarling. <laughs> Slowly backing away, Jim. E easy, boy. We don't want any trouble. What, what do we do? What do we do? Stay calm. Make yourself look bigger. Karen starts flailing her arms and screaming. <laughs> Run, Karen! Get to the car! Karen runs off stage, screaming. <laughs> okay, buddy. You and me. Let's dance. <laughs> Jim picks up a large stick and prepares to fight the bear. It is the Revenant. <laughs> wow, he's fighting the bear. Let's okay. dance. That's a good line. Yeah, that's 100%. Yeah, a great line. Act three. Karen returns to the stage in her car. Meep beep. Jim. Jim. Jim is lying on the ground, wounded and unconscious. Oh my God, Jim. Wake up! Wake up! The sound of a helicopter is heard. Help! Over here! The helicopter lands on the stage, and two paramedics rush out. He's well, barely alive, but just barely. We need to keep him... Get him to the hospital now! Oh, is he gonna be okay? <laughs> we'll do everything we can. Karen and the paramedics lift Jim onto the stretcher and carry him to the helicopter. Karen stands alone on the stage, watching the helicopter take off. I'll never go camping again. Dun 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 dun, dun lights out. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Nothing like a helicopter in a stage show. Let's dance. <laughs> That's production's problem, yeah. as the old saying goes. <laughs> yeah. I well, think uh okay. So beginning, middle end, nailed it. Uh, character yeah. development, actual interests, a little lacking. It's only three pages, but. Mm -hmm. And really only one comedic line and not really scary. Well, we didn't specify we didn't. whether we wanted it to be scary or comedic or anything. So, I mean, we gave it very bare minimal, although. Bare minimal. <laughs> thank you. Uh -huh. I Thank guess you. <laughs> if you were to just say a script about a bear attack, it provided that. Mm -hmm. it, did, <laughs> it, did, it did the bare minimum. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's start a new chat. Maybe we'll we'll save that one because you can save your chats and chat uh, GPT. Um, so a new chat. All right. We have a prompt prepared. Mr. Banfield? No, I don't. I was so excited about the bear attack, but uh, let me let me think here. 
I assume you want just kind of a similar length and um yeah, that seemed about the right length. Okay. Let's go. I want you to write a three-page three-character theater script about Oh boy. I don't know. I'm so scared. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? This is the creative process. This is what separates us from the machines. We hope. That's the problem. Look around your I'm room. I'm blanking and a machine will never blank. Look around your room and do the classic thing. When I come on up with a name, you'll be like, uh, I'm Mr. Cannon. Uh, <laughs> tape dispenser. Okay. About a Halloween surprise. Ooh, I like the vagueness. Make oh. it, make it terrifying. Oh dear! Make it terrifying. Interesting. So you're gonna add a dis- you're gonna add a a, a, a specific request. It's a genre. To, yeah, just because to, to flavor Kim the mentioned, Yeah, Kim mentioned um, that that the previous script wasn't super funny, wasn't super scary. So I'm yeah. hoping that this will nail home. Uh, a real vibe on this okay. on this script. All right. So the prompt is: I want you to write a three-page, three-character theater script about a Halloween surprise. Make it terrifying. All right. Here we go. Send it, Chet. Send it. Title: The Halloween Horror. <laughs> here it goes. It's it's ripping. Yeah, both the same speed as before. <laughs> I know, but it's like. If you think about, like, if I were to write a script, which will never happen, it would not be this fast. Ever. No. Even if oh, I no. was like, I've got a hundred ideas, I, I need to put it on the page. There's no way I'm Can you I'm, even type I'm this fast, though? People can type this. No, no can type I'm this. asking if Willie can type this no, fast. No, I, I cannot. I cannot. I know yeah. people can. We have played games with individuals who can type this quickly. No, yeah. for sure. But I'm just saying, like... This is super fast for a three-page. Yeah. Oh, this one doesn't have uh, lights down, so I assume that's just the I end of it. I think so. It did on the um, on the left-hand side. It did rename this chat Halloween horror. Yeah, I saw that. So it's oh, even it is an act three. It seems like a natural end. A final. I'm just looking at the last line. Well, let's so find out. let's find so out. So right away, we're seeing some inconsistencies in which is. Fair, given that it, like it's an, an AI that is, you know, Learning. pretending. It doesn't really understand what it's saying. It's kind of just, you know, generatively making text. Right. So our first script had a clear lights down uh, classic theater script. And yeah, it right? actually said that, right? Uh, this one does not. And, you know, otherwise the, the prompts were very similar in terms of structures and it didn't, wasn't consistent. So just an interesting observation about it i guess if you think of it like person to person not everybody writes a script the same way so you're suggesting that every time we reach out to this we're talking to a different chat gpt yeah i think so that's probably actually accurate based on how ai works um it's never the same also in the last one, we asked for three characters, and we got an additional oh, two 
paramedics. So do we think That's this true. is actually going to stay at three characters? That's right. true because it only had three named characters yep. at the top, but then we had two, yeah, throwaway characters yeah. introduced out of yep. nowhere. All right. Yeah, so another cold read. End, it's not like you could do three three people cast in that show. You'd need You'd a fourth. You'd have to have had a fourth because one of the two people carry off Jim while Karen's standing on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Unless Jim is literally just the bear costume that's been c covered in a blanket. <laughs> yeah. Or the bear's a puppet or something. Yeah. That's true. Oh, we're just trying to solve problems. All right. Let's, let's read yeah, this. Production's problem. Uh, all right. So we have a Jack. That's so again, the title Halloween horror, the cast, Jack, a teenage boy, the protagonist, Sarah, Jack's friend, also a teenager, the killer, a terrifying figure in a Halloween costume. Where have I heard this before? Right. This sounds vaguely familiar. I feel like there was a movie set during Halloween with a terrifying figure in a Halloween yeah. costume. There might be multiple of those. Let's see which one. It, let's see which one it. Uh, see which one it is. Um, yeah, it took from. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, All sorry. Right. Who's who's who? Who do we want to? I do? mean, I'll who's... just I'll just throw, I'll throw in Jack, I guess. Hey, Brent. Who do you want to play? Um, I kind of want to play the killer if that's hey. okay. Absolutely. Uh, unless, sorry, I don't want to stick nope, you in that. That's fine. Uh, I got to play the bear, so I feel like I got amazing. the best casting in the last one. So I will take what remains i kind of want to rename sarah you know jamie or lee but we'll we call could her ask chachi like. or we'll call her sarah for now okay all right here we go act one scene jack's living room decorated in with halloween decorations jack and sarah are sitting on the couch eating halloween candy and watching a horror movie on tv this movie is so scary, Jack. Do you think something like this could ever happen in real life? No, it's just a movie. Nothing to worry about. Suddenly the lights flicker and go out. What the heck was that? Ah, it's probably just a power outage. I'll go check the fuse box. Jack gets up and heads towards the fuse box in the basement. Sarah stays behind, nervously eating candy. Suddenly, a loud scream echoes throughout the house. Sarah jumps up in fear and calls out for Jack. Jack! Jack, where are you? There is no answer. Sarah cautiously heads towards the basement, calling out Jack's name. As she reaches the bottom of the stairs, she sees a figure in a Halloween costume standing in the corner. Jack, is that you? The figure slowly turns around to reveal a terrifying mask. It's the killer. <laughs> Act two, scene, the basement. Sarah is cowering in fear as the killer slowly approaches her. Happy Halloween, Sarah. What do you want from me? <laughs> what do I want? I want to give you a Halloween surprise you'll never forget. The killer grabs Sarah by the arm and drags her towards a table covered in Halloween decorations. On the table, there's a large knife and a pumpkin. Let's carve a pumpkin, shall we? Sarah tries to run, but the killer grabs her again and pans her against the table. 
He takes the knife and starts carving the pumpkin while Sarah screams in terror. <laughs> you see, Sarah, Halloween is all about surprises, and this year, you're my surprise. <laughs> Yikes. Act three. Scene, the living room. Jack is tied up on the couch while the killer stands menacingly in front of him. Let her go, you monster. <laughs> Sorry, Jack, but I've got other plans for her. Suddenly, Sarah bursts into the room, wielding a knife that the killer had left behind. Get away from him, you freak. <laughs> the killer turns around, startled. Sarah lunges at him with a knife, but she manages, manages to dodge her attack and grabs her by the arm. Nice try, Sarah, but you're not going anywhere. Suddenly, the lights turn on, and a group of police officers burst into the room. Drop the knife and step away from the girl. The killer slowly releases Sarah and puts his hands up in surrender. <laughs> you may have won this time, but Halloween is never over. The police officer handcuffs the killer and makes him <laughs> and takes him away. Jack and Sarah embrace each other, relieved that they made it out alive. That was the most terrifying Halloween ever. Yeah, but at least we'll have a good story to tell for years to come. This is where they would put in lights down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay, okay. So second time a fourth, a mandatory fourth comes in. Yeah, the yeah. police officers coming out of the blue. Not 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 just well a police officer, but yeah. also a group of police officers. Well, it does yeah. say yeah. group, the but only one speaks. So you could in casting get away with one. But yeah. technically Correct. this scene, all three characters are f present in it. What do we yeah. what do we call this in theater? When uh Something magically comes in at the end and saves the day. It's when something at the end, like a god, just comes and resolves it, the whole story, right? Mm -hmm. I think I think that's Deuce Ex, Deuce Ex Machina. Machina, yeah. So that's what this is. Like the police come out of nowhere. No, I think Sarah called them and then Sarah grabbed clearly the knife. Called them. Yeah. Because she's brilliant. Um, she, yeah. You can. Really? <laughs> She That's might not be good me. at stabbing, but she's still clever. I feel like there was a bit missing. A, a missing, like why Sarah's left alone in the basement and Jack is now tied up. Yeah, upstairs. there's a jump yeah. between yeah. killer just carving. Like <laughs> he, he grabs her and and pins her on the table, and then he's like, "I'm going to start carving a pumpkin in front of you." And then we assume that's all he did because the next scene is him. Laughing at Jack. Yeah. Um, if you want to be fair, the killer doesn't do anything to these There's people. There's no killing whatsoever. He ties up Jack and that's yeah. about it. And he kind of like, he like physically abuses uh, uh, Sarah a little bit, like pushing her up against a table, mm -hmm. which is not cool to be clear. But then he just makes, forces her to watch him carve a pumpkin uh, which I guess is terrifying if you're like, because some people are allergic to pumpkin, I guess. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a break and enter. For yeah, sure. it's a B&E. They're, they're getting some charge for break well, and enter. we don't and know that. Like, we, we don't. What, you think this is Jack's dad? 
Yeah, it could be Jack or Sarah's dad. Well Whose house yeah. are we in here? I, I assume Jack. Jack's living room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It could be right. just Jack's weird uncle that lives in the basement. Like we we don't actually identify the killer. He's just wearing a creepy right. mask. Well, okay. I I can just I wouldn't consider this terrifying. Mm. Even with my weird voice. I mean, everything you folks did made it much better than it is written. I'd say. <laughs> Yeah, I'm starting to see like some of the the like the seams, right? Of like of the of the of how it's being stitched together, right? It's like it's taking a lot of like very generic cliches of how it understands horror, the horror genre, right. and stitching them together. The idea of the last girl, you know, a classic, you know, horror staple. Like there's uh, the the girl that survives and turns the table on the killer. In the in the vein of a, a Jamie Lee Curtis situation, in dare I say it, Halloween, the Thank movie, you. and and the killer coming back, right? Potentially the killer coming back. Yeah, he just he just end. he just got he just got like you know like a, a couple months for a beanie. That's all. He yeah, got for exactly, this. exactly. Yeah, I don't know, and maybe I, I guess thinking about it, it's like we did give it some pretty narrow parameters of a three-hander, which it mm -hmm. failed at both times so far. Yeah. And only a three-page script, which is a, it's a lot to ask any three-page full story in a theater script to be, uh, you know, have a lot of depth, I guess. So are you thinking sure. instead of three pages, trying to go with like a short or a 10-minute scene or a five-minute yeah, scene maybe. versus page? Yeah, maybe in future podcasts, episodes, we could maybe expand it and see if it can actually flesh out some character arcs or some decent storyline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so let's uh, hop to our third. We said we were going to do three of them. Yeah, let's do I want to hear Felzine's here. All right, so, well, in, in the interest of fairness, we'll start with the same uh, structure of the prompt. So I want you to... Write a three-page, three-character theater script. Is that correct? Yep. Three-page, three-character script about. And now we just need to fill in the about. Kim and I were both pretty macabre, so. Yeah. No, I, I'm going. I'm going to go the opposite direction. Well, I did say fears. For sure. For sure. I mean, we didn't say that too the chat bot, but I think it's listening anyway. So yeah, who knows? yeah it's listening right now. <laughs> Always listening. So, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I want you to write a three page, three character theater script about a princess. Um, who is stuck in a loveless marriage. Wow. Okay. That's pretty macabre as well, but <laughs> Make it sexy. Okay, now we're talking. <laughs> Let's see what it does. We've seen ChatGTP try to be scary. We've seen it like fail at being funny, although we haven't really asked it to be funny, but you know. Let's see how it does with another human emotion that it'll definitely understand. Oh. Oh, whoa. We wait. got an error. I, Unfortunately, I, I, oh as an AI language model, 
I am not programmed to generate content that may be considered inappropriate, offensive, or explicit. I prioritize ethical and respectful language, and I refrain from producing any content that may violate these principles. Additionally, I adhere to the guidance and policies set by OpenAI, which prohibit generating content that may be deemed inappropriate or harmful. Interesting. So because it's a loveless marriage or because you wanted it to be sexy? I think of the sexy Yeah, part. I think so too. Okay, can we can All right, we I'm going to cut that part. Or, or can we just alter the word? Make Maybe it romantic? Maybe sexy is like a... Or make it... in. Yeah. Make it romantic, make it... I was going to say intimate, but that probably will give you the same. Int? Yeah, might be I think okay. romantic is a safer bet. I, I'm feeling that uh, from from our current iterations, chat GPT is pretty PG-13 is the rails that it seems to be working right. within. So we'll we'll play its game for now until they want to unlock the full potential and we get some really horrible stuff. All right. <laughs> I want you to write a three-page, three-character theater script about a princess who is stuck in a loveless marriage. Make it romantic. Go. Oh, this one's a go. (laughs) Prince Edward. (laughs) And William. Uh Uh-oh. See, this this should be interesting because, as, as we know as theater folks, there's a deep a deep bench of like period like pieces to draw upon that it maybe have already learned off of. Right. Whereas, uh, uh, you know, maybe it's less, there's just less good horror scripts <laughs> posted on, uh, on the 2021 on the, websites on the that, web. it's, yeah, yeah. that it's learning from. Yeah. This can pull from Shakespeare and Moliere and all the, all the greats. Oh, appears to have stalled. Oh, yeah, it did. Now, I know, I think from previous experimentation, we can say, can you finish this? Yeah, tell it it's a fool. Okay, there it goes. Okay, it just, like, picked up a couple lines So maybe it ran, it just kind of ran out of steam there. Like, how this is... This is more and more like a human by the minute. It runs out of steam. It needs its coffee. Mm. It extends further than it should. Yeah. It uh, doesn't listen very well. Oh, wow. This is an intense one here. This seems longer than the three pages. Yeah. Well, we did request that it finished it. I mean, we'll, we'll read it out. Okay, here we go. Just, yeah, it finished. Longer. Well, it's not terrible, but it is definitely longer than the other ones. Okay. Title, A Princess's Dilemma. Characters, Princess Lillian, a beautiful and elegant princess who is trapped in a loveless marriage. Prince Edward, Lillian's husband, a cold but distant man who cares only for his own ambitions. Sir William, a handsome and charming knight who has always had feelings for Lillian. Ooh, there's the romance. Can I play Lillian? (laughs) Yep. It's your prompt. You you can play whoever you want. I just like mixing up the the gender norms. I mean, I think I should 
play my namesake. So. Fair enough. Great. I wanted to play Prince Edward, so we all get what we want. Is that true? Or are you just <laughs> Yes, one hundred percent. I was like cold, distant, and way too ambitious. Sounds familiar. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Wow. Shall we? Yes, Act let's. one, scene one. Princess Lillian stands alone in her bedroom, staring out the window. Prince Edward enters the room. What are you doing here all by yourself? You should be preparing for tonight's ball. <sighs> I'm not in the mood for a ball, Edward. <sighs> You're never in the mood for anything these days. <laughs> you should be so f- full of life. I'm just tired, that's all. Tired of what? Tired of being a princess? Or tired of being married to me? Yes, Edward, tired of it all. (laughs) Well, you don't have much of a choice, do you? You're a princess, and you're married to me. You're stuck with this life, whether you like it or not. I know. (laughs) Scene two. (laughs) Sir William enters the room, and Princess Lillian's face lights up. This is the <laughs> wait. A is this her room, bedroom? I guess it's just a room. Doesn't matter. Sir okay. William enters the room, and Princess Lillian, Lillian's face lights up. William, what are you doing here? I came to escort you to the ball, my lady. I don't see why you bother, Sir William. She's hardly worth the effort these days. Edward. Shall we, my lady? Prince Lillian nods, and the two of them exit the room, leaving Prince Edward behind. Wait, he lets someone else take his wife to a ball? Yeah, he doesn't know why they bother, because I she's... Guess, she, but... she be princess. Act <laughs> yeah, two. It's... <laughs> Sorry, what? I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah. So many questions. We could, we, could, we could get into this. Act two, scene one. The ball is in full swing, and Princess Lillian and Sir William dance together, their eyes locked. Thank you for coming tonight, William. You always know how to make me feel better. It's my pleasure, my lady. I only wish I could do more for you. (laughs) You do plenty already. (laughs) They dance for a few moments in silence, lost in each other's eyes. I thought this thing couldn't do sexy. (laughs) No, it's doing romantic. Okay, there's a difference, I see. Scene two. Prince Edward approaches Princess Lillian, who is still dancing with Sir Edward. May I cut in? (laughs) Of course, Edward. Sir William steps back, and Prince Edward takes his place. You're making a fool of yourself, Lillian. Dancing with a knight like that in front of everyone. I don't care. I'll dance with whoever I I please. You'll do as you're told, Lillian. Remember that. Scene three. Later that night, Princess Lillian is in her bedroom, alone. Sir William enters the room. William, what are you doing here? I couldn't stay away. I had to see you again. Uh, Okay. That's where cut and we had to cut. Okay. So at this point, I said, can you finish this? And it jumped to act three, scene one. So it oh, didn't of it didn't three. finish that scene that we were in. Okay. So time jump. So imaginations play what you will for the end of that scene. So um, yeah. uh, the end of that scene is unknown and will never be known because 
human imagination can't imagine what happened there. Right. Fill in but with whatever. They could maybe think it's something romantic. He, no, no, human Not imagination sexy. can, but AI cannot. That's why I didn't write it because it was too sexy. Yeah. Okay, pick it up from where we left off. Act three, scene one. Princess Lillian and Sir William sit together on a balcony overlooking the castle grounds. I wish things could be different, William. I wish I could be with you without all of this. I know, my lady, but we have to be careful. We can't risk your safety or our positions. I understand, but it's so hard being stuck in a loveless marriage. I feel like I'm suffocating. You don't have to be alone, Lillian. I'll always be here for you, no matter what. I know, and I'm grateful for that. They sit in silence for a moment, lost in their thoughts. Scene two. Prince Edward enters the balcony, startling Princess Lily and Sir William. This is another scene, I guess. What are you two doing out here? Uh, we were just talking, Edward. Is that all? Yes, that's all. <laughs> well, I'm afraid I have some bad news for you, Sir William. Your services are no longer required here at the castle. What? Why? I have no use for a knight who can't keep his eyes off my wife. <gasps> Edward, please don't do this. You have until tomorrow morning to leave the castle grounds. If you are here after that, I will have you arrested for trespassing. You can't do this. I haven't done anything wrong. Oh, I think you have, Sir William. And now... You are going to pay the price. It's a fine for $50. <laughs> now, scene three. Princess Lillian is alone in her bedroom crying. Sir William enters the room looking defeated. I'm sorry, Lillian. I never meant for things to turn out like this. It's not your fault, William. It's all my fault. I'm the one who's stuck in this loveless marriage, and I don't know what to do. You don't have to be alone, Lillian. You can leave him. You can be with me. I, I can't, William. You heard what he said. I'll never be able to leave this castle. Not without his permission. Then we'll find a way, Lillian. I won't give up on you. Not now. Not ever. Princess Lillian looks up at Sir William, hope in her eyes. Promise me, William. Promise me you'll never leave me. I promise, my lady. I'll always be here for you, no matter what. They embrace, and the lights fade to black. Oh, that's the end. Okay. That's the end? <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Leave them, okay. You always leave them wanting more. Yeah. Maybe it got Romeo and Juliet. Let me just say, I really thought this one had the most potential out of the three. But it really <clears throat> destroyed that with all of its technical falters and... What, Miss, what, the drop, you mean in the middle? Yeah, like the drop in the middle and the no real ending. And like these characters actually had like wants and desires. And that's true. That's true. This more than any of the other ones, they had like the suggestion of an arc. Yeah. Right. There was subtext, context. Even though it was weird that everybody mm -hmm. was just all up in her bedroom all the time. Yeah, they just kept walking <laughs> into her bedroom. Like it's just. Free to play, I guess. Um, 
Um, yeah, like I guess I, I don't know if that's a that's a, that's something that we could experiment with later. Maybe is is that a function of of length, or is that a function of the genre? Like like I was suggesting, right. Right. is that it just has more period Shakespearean or adjacent dramas to read from or have have learned from. Yeah, this one um, this one had a history real pride of, and prejudice vibe. Yeah, yeah, you know? very much so. Yes, that too. And or we know are that's we just, very popular amongst yeah. many. And are are we just like conditioned to like recognize those like they're so cliche, like these love triangle kind of things that like that's just easy for the AI to redo. You know, like it's I it's, mean, a, it's a pretty generic like idea of like, oh, I love you. And I'm, but I'm stuck in a loveless as as the character said multiple times. Multiple times. I love you, but I'm stuck in a loveless marriage, Amazingly. and <laughs> on the nose, and yeah, I don't know. Um, well, closing thoughts, I guess, are for our first experimentation. We had three uh, different prompts, three different results, mm-hmm. but also kind of the same. <laughs> In a way, right? Although um, yeah. this one had the proper number of characters the whole way through. It's true. It's there true. was never it more did. actors than what you would cast in a van to go on a tour. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Which is why we always, yeah, we always think three characters, minimum characters to make it yeah. tourable for a theater yeah. production. And like technically could have more characters, but never more people on stage than what fits in the vehicle. I, that's a good experiment, actually, being like, mm-hmm. can we actually put in that parameter of like uh, a six character script that can be played by three actors? Right. So yeah. some complications. Would it there. be able to determine that kind of nuance? Because that's pretty like uh, that's an intricate thing to write around, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If 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 we're if we're focusing on the the theater end of yeah. it, um, sure. Some of that, you know. Is uh, when you get into like do something like a screenplay where like all bets are off, right? Um, then maybe it would like run wild and have better options if we don't no, tie its hands sure. too yeah. too much. But yeah, like right now I'm like meh. Um, it's very genericy. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. Genericy. Um. But to be fair, we're giving it pretty generic prompts. Yeah. We're not, we're not asking, you know, like, what do you do other than say, be creative in your prompt. But like, that's goes without saying, right? Like we're asking the robot to be creative and come up, up with something unique. Yeah. Which that's it's the doing. purpose of it. Right. Yeah. In so, theory. yeah. Um, and, and we should also be very clear that like chat GPT is well, a very advanced language generative model or whatever it is it is not designed specifically for writing scripts like you could right. design an ai from what i understand you can design it for task specific things so there may be a product out there that writes scripts uh, specifically but i would imagine that it's would cost a fair bit of money but um yeah for like just regular folks Writing, want to magically write a a fringe theater show? Um, (laughs) 
I don't think I think this would be a be three stars. <laughs> yeah, which for those of you who don't know is the worst review you can it's get. The worst review you can get at a fringe throw is a three star review. Yeah, nobody wants to see that. I I myself, you ask for kind of like our thoughts. Um, I'm kind of excited by like yeah. delving into this and like seeing if we can make something good. <laughs> yeah. Dare I say interesting? Like if there's a way to work with the machine to actually make something that's, I don't know, yeah, worthy of something. Yeah. So you're thinking like, is there a way we could do it without, with as little human intervention as possible? Yeah. Yes. And no, I mean, it's like, maybe it does need the human touch at this point to make, but if it can actually produce something good because we can prompt it properly, that's intriguing. Mm -hmm. Um, but also just seeing the, to me, I like, you know, me, I love bad movies. I love terrible things because it brings me joy and I find it funny. So like that also excites me to see it fail and, uh, and see it fail gloriously, which I think at this point we could go either way. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, my, my first thought is, yeah, you could like give it, uh, a prompt and then it would write something and then you could copy paste it and then just you workshop the heck out of it until it's something decent value. Yeah. Um, but right now it's, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I haven't been blown away yet, but I think there's, there's, there's more depth here that we're just, we're just touching the surface on. This and is just I'm both uh, interested and terrified to learn how deep it'll go. Well, um, thanks for joining me. Uh, once again, my name's Brent. I'm Will. And I'm Kim. Um, this has been so, the... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so we're going to see if the chatbot can name our podcast better than what we can name. Yes. Yeah. All right. So the, the, the default name that I came up with, which again, very generic as if an AI came up with it, is... The AI project. Okay. So we're going to ask Chat GPT to name our podcast for us. What should I ask it? I think I think we have to give it the parameters of please okay. give us a title for a podcast about fear of losing one's creativity to artificial intelligence. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Please give us a title for a podcast about exploring fears related to losing human creativity to artificial intelligence. A clunky prompt, but let's see what the uh, robot says. Yeah, let's see what this thing's going to be called. I hope it gives us a punny one. Uh, it gave us three. Artificial minds. Human fears, colon, navigating the creative implication of AI. Actually, that's only two. Something I know that you can do with chat GPT is give us 10 more. 10 more. Yeah. All right. Here are 10 options. The creativity conundrum. Can AI match human imagination? Machines versus muse. Examining the future of creativity. 
The Uncanny Valley of Art, AI, and the Human Touch. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. Artificial Artistry, The Ethics of AI-Generated Creativity. All of these have colons. I think because we gave it such a long amount of Mm -hmm. information. When Algorithms Become Artists. Oh, that's decent. Exploring the Boundaries of Creativity. The Robotic Renaissance. (laughs) A new era of creative calibr- collaboration? Question mark. From pixels to paintbrushes, AI's impact on traditional art forms. Oh, okay. The creativity gap, balancing the advancements of AI with the human artistic expression. Fear of the unknown, navigating the entire territory of the AI and creativity. The future of art, a world without human creativity. Ooh, Ooh that, that last dark. one was like that. They saved that little nugget for us at the end, where it's just straight on, like pew, shot across. There's the, bow. the terror we were looking for in the uh, first, or the second <laughs> yeah. script. Yeah, that's a little too close to home there. Okay, chatty. Okay, well, Brent, this is I think your um, AI mind baby. Do you like any of these? To I hate them all. Over? I hate, <laughs> hate them all. That's because they're all very good, right? No. Um, the closest <laughs> to interesting is artificial artistry because of the alliteration, which is nice. Right. Um, it's got a nice ring to it. That's the only one that like has got a good ring. Yeah, none of them are uh, punny. A good ear ring to it. Um, none of them are really super punny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not like super catchy. They're so uh, yeah. they're wordy, you know. They're very yeah. and that and that's why that one is the only one that sticks out. But even then, I'm like, it's again so generic and like not interesting. Can we b- blend it like artificial artistry? AI came up with the title of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> An AI generated title. <laughs> That's actually see here. Here's the thing: what you just did there, Kim, was more valuable than all of this. Um, that's a more interesting idea, like of an AI-generated podcast or something like that. Like, call it like right. that. Yeah, yeah. AI made this a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right. a more interesting title. I don't want any of these. No. <laughs> okay well, i'm excited i'm excited yeah right. it sparked the creativity in our own minds it was a collaborative yeah, partner yeah unfortunately i have to admit ai was a collaborator in this was um in but it was human just humans bouncing around ideas that ultimately came up with the more interesting solution in my head which gives me hope but we'll see if future explorations dash that hope against the rocks like so many waves on the halifax shoreline hey i was gonna go way darker with that so good work uh well we got to keep it pg-13 because of the guidelines of chat gtp right. chat pt right. whatever <laughs> chat the letters Keep it PG and then just drop an F-bomb. 
<laughs> yeah, we've been really good about that. This, this uh, I also have to flag that we had a special guest, uh, Scout, my dog, yeah, hung out with me while we filmed this and had little puppy dreams. So you may hear some extra movement on my side as she was. I heard it. It's totally scratchy, scratchy. Yeah, I thought I heard a little bit of the collar movement oh, at yeah. some point. So and she was running okay. and doing a little bit like. So, nice. uh, we have a guest star tonight and cool. uh, possibly every time, because when I go into, I'll call it my recording studio at home, she sits outside <laughs> the door and just cries until I let her in. So that's totally fine. Yeah. People, people, apparently people love dogs or dogs. Well, I think she's just as concerned as Brent is about AI taking over. So yeah, she's having just dreams of chasing AI squirrels. Yes. <laughs> My name is Brent. I'm Will. And I'm Kim with Scout. We need to sign off at some point. Like I should come up. I should get AI to write up a sign off. Yeah. Like, stay creative. Like, stay creative. Um, or the robots will get you or something like that. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll, we'll workshop that mm-hmm. with AI. Absolutely. Yeah, it has to be Everything we do is going to have to involve AI. At some point, yeah. Stay sharp. Stay sharp or the AI will get you. Mm-hmm.